0: This episode of Twenty First Century Boys is brought to you by Rob Krieger. Looks like Krieger, sounds like Seeger. Also brought to you by Big Five Army, Kirk Spencer, as well as Omactivate Mike Myers. Let's get to the show. Welcome to episode twenty
1: First Century Boys. No oh, the episode. What's the episode number? Twenty eight.
0: Twenty-eighth episode of Twenty First Century Boys. Uh, I am Joe Crawford, and
1: this is James Crawford,
0: and we're going to discuss a couple of comic books in just a moment. We have been watching many, many movies. Yesterday, we watched Do the Right Thing, and what did you think of that one, James? I thought it was really good. Yeah, I hadn't seen uh, a Spike Lee movie in a long time, but I'd seen that one several times. It's still a classic, sadly, probably just as relevant or more relevant than ever. What's your favorite thing you've seen recently that we've watched?
1: Uh, Probably that.
0: Okay, favorite comic you read or manga, whatever.
1: Uh, ooh, that's tough. I've been reading. I read all three Takahiko Inoue titles, and all of them are good. Vagabond, Real and Slam Dunk. I recommend all of them. Mhm. All really good. Vagabond is what exactly? It is a kind of a telling story about the samurai Miyamoto Musashi, and his story to begin that way. Mm-hmm. Uh It's. Twelve omnibuses, but it's three in each, so thirty-six volumes. Uh, really good.
0: Cool. Yeah. And real is about people in chairs playing basketball.
1: Yeah, it's not just about basketball, but the main just is about like handicap basketball and overcoming physical therapy and stuff. It's very good.
0: Okay. And myself, I don't know what I've read comic-wise lately, other than just single issues. I think the last thing I read was Dazzler. Uh, Rob and I were kind of doing back and forth on Twitter with it. and I'll be honest with you, except for the final issues that Paul Chadwick and I think it was Archie Goodwin worked on, it was pretty underwhelming. I would not recommend reading the (laughs) full run of Dazzler. In fact, there's parts of it I would actually recommend skipping. (laughs) The Beauty and the Beast miniseries was really bad. Um, not a fan of the graphic novel either, but anyway, good stuff I've read. Um, Quentin Tarantino's book was really good. I know that's not comic related, but I liked it a lot. His podcast is pretty good too. Anyway, so uh, let's
1: get to it. Jack, do you want to go first? Yeah, sure. Today I am talking about I Hate Fair Lent, Volume 2. I just got Volume 3 today, but I'm talking about Volume 2 because it's the one I've read. All right. So it starts the story so far. So basically if you've read I Hate Fairyland, you know at the end she escaped Fairyland. And in the first volume before this one, so basically the second series, uh she it shows her as an adult and she's just working jobs and she keeps getting fired. Yeah, she was like a burger place or something, wasn't she? So like I wish I just went back to Fairyland, bro. This kinda sucks. Right. And then she does and that's where we start this next volume so we have her sitting in this chair with this blonde dude and he's a henchman with a rat on him. Mm-hmm. And she's talking about how, like, she thinks Fairyland isn't real and that it was just, like, a way to escape reality because her therapist says so. And then the rich guy's like, nah. And he's like, oh, yeah? And then he's like, I'm glad you asked how we found out. So he... Had a bunch of scientists study the points of Wesley's disappearance, who... I forgot. I think it's probably just someone that stayed in Fairyland. Yeah. Uh, So, they found remnants of a door there, and then they spent a bunch of time looking at this, like, teleporter door thing, and they eventually found out it was Fairlane from a bunch of studying in these big rooms Uh Wiggins Industries, to make a portal like the door that will allow people to travel from this world to the fairyland world. And so he brought a bunch of people and asked them to risk their lives. So there's a few old people with mostly kids. So they go there, and they all died right then. They
0: exploded. That looks like the kid from Stranger Things. Yeah, all of them. And this one is, I think, supposed to be like Arnold Schwarzenegger, maybe from Commando?
1: Yeah. I don't know who the other dude is. Weird. Yeah, that's weird. So, yeah, they went into the portal. They exploded. They we were kind of gross. Uh, and as they were looking for Wesley, they met a rat named Rotwald who came out of the portal where everyone died. And he told the scientists about Fairyland and how one must be invited as a guest before they can cross over. And they were like, oh, man. And then, eventually, they messed with the rat. And found out that only guests could enter Fairland, but past guests could also return. And that's what brought me to you. Is what he says to Gertrude. Gertrude. Yeah. Gertie. Yeah. And Gertrude's like, I regret asking because you said a lot of words. And there's a lot of text in this, especially the first Cardi Young book. But that's how it is. And he's like, Oh, sorry. I can get carried away. Would you like me to simplify it? He's like, she's like, nah. What's your real plot? Like, what do you mean? He says, and then he grabs the rat and he grabs the henchman. He's like, you're a bajillionaire and you have a talking rat that looks like he's a Disney villain sidekick. Did you believe you were not the villain? He's like, nah. Just because I'm rich, you know what? Never mind. I'm, he's evil. <laughs> okay. Uh, he opened up a place called Wiggins World which I guess his ancestors have worked on and it will be a theme park and not it will be a theme planet basically they're going to transport a bunch of people to there and treat it like a theme park When it's like just in like space like jam? World. yeah basically Okay. and then she says I threw up in my mouth and I throw threw up because of throwing up in my mouth Ew. that's messed up that's disgusting and then they're like, so you're going to acquire Fairland and add it? What about the keys? Do you want me to find him? He's like, yeah, I want to find my son. Okay, son. I don't think they said that previously. I don't remember that. Nope. So I, I guess you're just supposed to assume until now. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, I got to acquire Fairland and also get him because he's my only son and I love him and stuff. And she like, fine, I'll help you. But first... I want half the profits of Williams World. I get half the money. He's like, okay, this place will make so much money, I won't even miss half of cum quadrillion dollars. And he's like, perfect. Before we send you on your own way, you'll have to sign a few things. And they got her signing a few things with a bunch of bald people. Mainly bald people, that's weird. Mm-hmm. There's also an orange guy. I don't know who that is. Me neither. Um, Not um, me. And then they have her being tested on, like, I don't know. Treadmill? Treadmill, mm-hmm. yeah. With, like, a big thing on her head. I don't know what that's about. And she gets a few vaccines, I guess. But it says it's a Plissken tracker. I don't know what that is. I don't either. And then, lastly, you get everything we need to carry the mission. And there's just a bunch of, like, guns and stuff that she's looking at. And she's like, whoa.
0: Unless it also means like snake Pliskin from like escaping from New York. Yeah, there's also a few other things like pokey
1: balls and uh, copper shell with uh, weapons like little references. I don't know anything else though. Is it? oh, well, the a lifesaver. Yeah,
0: uh, those are kunai from Naruto. That's like uh, from Predator. Uh, yeah, turtle shell. Oh,
1: yeah, the turtle the and yeah. turtles at the back. Yep. And he's like, hey, what's the rat doing with me? And he's going to be like, he's going to be the guide. You know, she's already been there. And he, she keeps saying is like fluffing, you know, than the real world. Don't so use she, a bad word. like You can use the F word, bro. And she like, nah, but my therapist says I shouldn't. And I don't need a guide, man. Then let's call him a chap of Rome. Okay, bye. And hits a button. And they get teleported and... Like skin's falling off But not really But kinda Yeah it feels like My face is ripping off My skull That's because it is And they just kinda like I don't know It looks cool I don't know how to describe it Their organs come out At one point Yeah I mean It's like a tornado With like Mm -hmm. just a bunch Of their guts and stuff
0: Her skull comes Uh, out Yeah Her intestines Are coming out At one point Eyeballs
1: So they get teleported And they smash Into the Land and then the rat was like, Did you know there was a parachute? And she was like, Nah. Anyways, why am I not in Fairland? He's like, Uh, I don't know. And she's like, Fine, just tell me where you and billionaire Wiggins sent me. And then this dude, who's a little like goat, kinda, who's also like Satan. <laughs> goat Satan. And he says, my name is Virgil. And you will find yourselves at the gate of the inferno. Which is basically hell. And it looks like hell. Yes. And then she's like, is it like hell? Which I just said, yeah. And he was like, yeah. And he's like, well, I don't really care. But I need a job so I can get rich. He's like, yeah, I got you. So anyways, to help control the coming and going of past guests, they built the inferno. Think of this as Fairyland's back door. And then she's like... Do you to navigate these dungeons? Of course. I have two options. One, you're going to purchase a map. Or, and then she's like, nah, and she eats the map for some reason. Oh,
0: because he's a goat. Because he's a goat. Then why is she eating it if he's the goat?
1: I don't know. That's stupid. Yeah, I don't Ugh. do well she with looked maps. Like she looks like she's going to throw up. And she's like, all right, then you'll have me as your personal guys, which is the wiser choice. Also the privacy one? Yeah. <laughs> and so they go into the fire. They get to the next stage and they beat it up like this fish dragon monster. And she has a lightsaber. Yeah, and the rat is hitting him with like a lightsaber sword type thing. Yeah. That reminds me of the one girl from No Mutants, kind of a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. And yeah. yeah. And that says, To be continued. So what do you yes, think? I think it's pretty good. I don't know if I enjoy it as much as the original series, but it's only two volumes in. So yeah. I can't really say too much. I read
0: that, I read that one. Um. I like the first issue a little bit better cuz I thought the stuff where she was um like working at the McDonald's or whatever was hilarious. Yeah. But I mean they're going to have parts of parts of stuff that's not always going to be as good cuz you get, it's it's taking you somewhere. Yes, so. just intro. Yeah. yeah. So, for mine, uh, going in with it's Black History Month, I was like, "Well, what have I gotten sitting in on the stack that has a African American as the main character?" And we have someone who is part African-American, at least. I think his mom's Hispanic? Yeah. Yeah. So we are going to be covering not the first appearance of Miles Morales, but the origin of Miles as Spider-Man, anyway. And that's from Ultimate Comics All-New Spider-Man, number one. And that is by Michael Bendis and I believe Sarah Pacelli. So, we go into Oscorp, and we see a big 3D vision of a giant spider. Osborne is talking to one of the scientists that works for him, and basically, he tells him that he needs to recreate the spider that bit Peter Parker, and the guy's like, you're the guy who created the spider formula? Uh, He's like, well, I created the radioactive spider that bit Peter Parker that created Spider-Man, And so, I don't know if he says Peter Parker. Maybe he doesn't know that at this point. Is Peter Parker? Peter Parker's dead at this point, right? Yeah. Because he died in Ultimate. Okay, so they probably do know it's Peter Parker. Anyway, so he's like, you're the one who did it? And Osborn's like, yeah. And he's like, well, why don't you just reverse and calculate it uh, and do it again? He's like, I don't know how. So basically, he's like, you are going to make sure that you recreate the Spider-Man formula. And the guy's like, oh my God, what did I get into? So next page, you see a front page of the Daily Bugle says Norman Osborn is the Green Goblin, or Goblin. I don't guess it's Goblin. That'd be like three three syllables. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So then we see I don't know who this dude is. Is this? Oh, it's Prowler. Oh my God, it's the Prowler. I thought it was freaking Deadpool at first. It's because I'm a. Okay. So I don't know if you guys know this, and I always say uh, my favorite comics, I'm sure you know this, are um, black and white stuff because of like manga and the essentials and the showcases. I am colorblind, so I don't always do well with colors, even though my wife goes, you're not colorblind, you're making it up. I actually am. I took the test. Okay. So uh, I thought that was Deadpool. It's, it's the Prowler. So the Prowler is there. He's stealing a bunch of money and valuables, and he also accidentally steals a spider, so the spider crawls into Prowler's bag next day in Brooklyn, New York and we see the Morales family they're taking Miles there's a lottery to get into a really good school nobody believes that it's any way possible Miles is going to get into it but he's still going to do it anyway so they're at the lottery they're doing bingo balls and they're calling out names calling out names number 42 pops up Miles Morales he gets to go to a really good school So he decides to go visit his uncle, Uncle Aaron. He gets to Uncle Aaron's house. Turns out Dad's not so fun of Uncle Aaron these days. Not so happy that Miles is over there visiting with him. Miles doesn't really care. He tells him that he's getting into a good school. Uncle Aaron's like, cool, do you want a popsicle? He's like, yeah, I want a popsicle. So he sits on this couch, goes get some popsicles. He's eating a popsicle. That thing looks like a candy cane. Yeah. I've never seen a popsicle like that. He uh, sits on the couch. What happens? Spider jumps up, bites the crap out of him. What the? He crashes out, falls on the floor, starts frothing at the mouth like he's like rabbit or something. Aaron's like, what just happened? Miles, Miles. Miles wakes up. Miles' dad pops in. He's not happy that he's hanging out over at Aaron's house. He kind of chews Aaron out. Um, like, what's going on? So then... Dad runs outside. Miles, where'd you go? Miles disappears. Dad, I'm right. Oh no! Whoa! And it turns out he is turning invisible. Dun, 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 to be continued. That went really fast.
1: Yeah, that did.
0: So that's the thing. You know, a lot of times we do older comics on here. Um, I just decided to do a modern one. And boy, that went very quickly. So hopefully you enjoyed that. It was a fun first. Appearance of uh, the spider powers for Mr. Morales. He is not in the costume, save on the cover. This is from the facsimile edition. As I'm sure you all know, they've been reprinting a lot of, like, key issues that folks can't really afford to buy. Stuff that would have been true believers for a dollar, like, a couple years ago. You get, basically, a reproduction now for $3.99, dollars dollars whatever, depending on, like, the golden side. I don't know. Have you seen, like, when they do, like the D C ones from like the Golden Age. Yeah. They're cool but they're also not cool. So they have everything that would have been in action comics. So when I was a kid, I got an action comics number one from eating Superman peanut butter mm-hmm. and my mom sending in the labels. But it was just the Superman story. Yeah. So like when they did reprinted it D C recently, this big fat mm-hmm. thing. It has all the different characters that appear in action comics, right? Yeah. But it's the wrong size. They've shrunk it down because comic books now, you know, are the are the size of the Spider-Man. Golden Age ones were like not quite the size of a magazine, but a lot bigger. Mm-hmm. So they've trimmed it down so that it actually is the size of a regular comic book. So that was kind of a weird little bummer, but whatever. I'm happy that you know I actually get to see everything that was in an Action Comics, and I don't mm-hmm. I don't I don't mind paying what a normal comic costs because I don't know it's fun to get to read stuff.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So. I really enjoyed that. I would say, if you haven't read any Miles Morales before, check it out. You can read it on the app. You could read it in reprints like this. A great way to read Miles is um, they have kind of like, usually in, I've seen them at like Barnes & Noble, almost in the kids section, like young adult, or in which, the young adult yeah. section, but basically what they are, they're the size of the old Dark Horse Omnibus. Or the size of a large manga, yes. Yeah, not like a short one.
1: It's like almost double the size of a trade, but it's like the size of a manga. Yeah, yeah. but
0: they're really inexpensive. They're like yeah. less than fifteen dollars, and you get like ten plus issues. And they're doing like the younger heroes. Like Miles has got several trades out. I think I already have three or four of them. And you know they do like Wasp, the Champions, Moon Girl, Miss mm-hmm. uh, Marvel. There's somebody I'm leaving out, but you know, the younger heroes, Squirrel Squirrel Girl. Girl. Yeah. Yeah. So those are a really good way. If you're interested in checking out some of the younger heroes really inexpensively for either for yourself or maybe to get someone uh, a nice trade of some of the characters they might be interested in and they've never read of. I heartily recommend the Miles books. I know Jack really likes Squirrel Girl. I would also throw Miss Marvel in there. That's a really good series as well. I think that's it. Um, thanks for listening to us today. If you want to reach out to us, we are on Twitter at 21st Century Boys Two One uh, Jack, where can they find you?
1: At in, sc- at in underscore garlic.
0: Yeah, and I am at Iowa's Joe. Uh, I have been trying to do a little bit more episodes with Geek Brunch lately, or not Geek Brunch. <laughs> Geek Retro! Sorry, I'm not on Geek Crunch. We've been doing, um, trying to pop in at least for a little bit on the Retrocast. It's not the Retrocast. You guys are going to kill me. Anyway, you know what I'm talking about. The show with Mike, Rob, and Chris. Been trying to pop in every once in a while. Not getting to do full episodes because... Sundays are hectic around here with everything going on, but trying to pop in. So you can catch me there as well. Uh, We'll hopefully see you back in a couple of weeks. Try not to be gone for so long. Thanks for listening. Have a good night, y'all. Good night.